Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Welcome back to WFAN's Baseball Insider's Yankees Spring Training Podcast for Friday, March 19th. The Yankees with the game under the lights. It's Steinbrenner Field. 4-1 loss to the Phillies, held to a run on two hits. Most of the regulars playing in this ball game uh, and drawing a lot of walks, not getting a lot of hits. Overall, it hasn't been a very powerful spring. Gary Sanchez with a few home runs. Uh, Giancarlo Stanton's hit the ball hard. Aaron Judge has yet to hit the ball out of the ballpark. It's not like the Yankees are blasting the ball out of spring training fields everywhere. Uh, but they're healthy. And their full lineup is is still healthy. And that is something that the Yankees have not been able to say for most of the last several years, actually. And all the guys that they're counting on right now, with less than two weeks to go until opening day, are still healthy enough to take their at-bats and get their timing and, and feel like they're going to be close to ready to go here with opening day coming up upon us on April 1st. But, you know, I keep thinking back to uh, a thing that I used to talk to the Yankees' former hitting coach, Kevin Long, who's now at the uh, Washington Nationals. I used to talk to him about this philosophy a lot, about how when, you know, the offense was going bad, it almost seemed like there were there were things that, um, you know, fans expected him to push certain buttons and talk about a certain philosophy and push this, push that. And it almost felt like he was looked at as an offensive coordinator for a football team where you could devise a scheme a certain way. And it's true to an extent, but not really. Remember, you're not always in control. Defense is controlling the ball in baseball. And the overall philosophy is also built on the idea that you're only succeeding at best 30% of the time and failing 70% of the time. If you take into account the idea of a 300 batting average versus, you know, um, you know, making out seven times out of 10. Uh, but the idea the Yankees have consistently done is to just talk about, and every team I think to a degree, just consistently put together good at bats. And that's the philosophy. And sometimes it's about patience. Sometimes it's about being aggressive. Mostly it's just about swinging strikes. And that's what the Yankees lineup is really built around. You know, they talk about control the strike zone and doing damage. You know, they're not always talking about um, taking a lot of pitches, but they end up taking a lot of pitches because look at the lineup the Yankees put out there. It's not always easy for a pitcher to go out there and throw strikes to them. And, um, you know, that's a big part of it, too. Uh, the Yankee lineup is built to showcase depth from top to bottom, uh, and it's about putting constant pressure on a pitcher, and this is manager Aaron Boone. 
we're trying to line these guys up as the best way possible. And, and, you know, obviously want to get your best hitters up there as much as possible for us when we're healthy and strong, we're pretty dynamic at the bottom of the order too. So it's just trying to line them up as best as possible, you know, as a philosophy, um, in something that, you know, we talk a lot about here and controlling the strike zone and, making it difficult on people. So I would say that's an overarching approach and theme and focus for us that no matter, you know, whether a pitcher has success going through us a time or two in the order and is having several uh, good innings in a row, we feel like when we're at our best, even when we're not scoring, we're going to wear you down to a point where ultimately we are going to eventually capitalize on this mistake because of, just the heaviness of, of having to go through all these guys and, you know, eventually we'll get you. And then that's kind of the focus is just keep grinding out at bats. And if we do that, eventually more often than not, we'll, we'll break through. A lot of good hitters talk about not having the fear of hitting with two strikes. Does that have to be kind of an overarching philosophy too, for your team to be able to accomplish what you're talking about? Um, Yeah. I mean, I certainly don't want us to have that fear, but You know, one of the things, you know, when I, when I talk about grinding things out and being patient, you know, it, I guess it's a little contradictory. I, I'm also love our guys to go up there and we're, let's go right now. You know, so a lot of times that first pitch is the best pitch to hit. So you know, like we're teaching, certainly we want our guys to be patient and disciplined and uh, work tough at bats, but that doesn't mean we don't want them going up and being uber aggressive at the first one. We just want them getting a really good pitch to hit. The ability to, to be patient and be aggressive that Boone talked about. Well, that's uh, something Aaron Hicks talked about as well. He is going to be in the three-hole behind DJ LeMayu and Aaron Judge and hitting in front of Giancarlo Stanton and Luke Voigt. That's a pretty powerful top of the order, and it can be a problem for a pitcher in the very first inning because, remember, this is the only part of the game that can be controlled and scripted to a degree if you think about the offensive coordinator type of philosophy. The only time you know the circumstance of the game is you know it's the first inning no score and you know your top three four five hitters are facing this pitcher in the first inning. it's an opportunity to you know really tag a pitcher for maybe not a lot of runs but get them through the 20 25 pitch mark and or above in the first inning and start to drive them out of the game earlier, start those wheels turning. And uh, that's a lot of what a team can do and what the Yankees you know, almost are designed to do in the first inning. This is Aaron Hicks. Especially when the top of the lineup is, uh, is attacking the, the pitcher right off the jump, it's, it's definitely um, tough for, for a guy, for a pitcher to kind of get comfortable. Um, I feel like when you take first pitch pitches down, the, you know, right down the middle and um, you know, it kind of lets them be comfortable, but if you're coming out, um, hacking and ready to go and, um, you know, right off the jump, DJ one, nothing, it, it kind of puts a little bit more pressure on pitchers. And, um, you know, I feel like the, the first four batters for sure are definitely trying to go up there and, um, and do damage right from jump, right from the jump. So, you know, it's, uh, it, it's very key for, uh, the top of the order to get to get going uh, fast because it just sets up everything for the rest of the lineup. Is that maybe I, I don't know if this is happens or not, Aaron. Do, do you four talk about it together as 
okay, well, if you know he does this to me, I'm mm. going to do this. I mean, is it a kind of a group discussion about attacking that night's starter in the first inning? Uh, I mean, uh, uh, I mean, obviously, you know, I'm, I'm the only lefty in the first four. So, um, you know, they definitely talk to each other uh, about uh, the way they might get approached. Um, and uh, it, it's definitely something that we discussed during our hitters meeting and uh, of, of pretty much how the first inning, how they think it might go. Um, you know, Marcus and, uh, and PJ definitely do a great job with uh, getting us prepared and ready for the game. Um, and the starter that we're about to face. So um, I feel like uh, the conversations are definitely going on, especially um, throughout the game and especially in the first inning. It's kind of the only part of a game you can game plan for, right? I mean, everything else kind of changes after that. Score, pitchers, everything. This is really the only chance you have to kind of like whether it's a football type of game plan, that's the only time you have to implement that. Yeah, definitely. I mean, uh, you know, it's the only time that we can actually prepare for it because – um, we know for sure who's pitching. So, um, yeah, definitely. I know one of the things that fans wring their hands around a lot is the construction of the lineup. And a lot of times it's based on, okay, this guy needs a day off because this is bothering him. This guy needs a day off because he's he's played a lot in a row um, and they want to ward off fatigue. Uh, it's hard to understand that in the day-to-day sense, but you got to remember the long sense. And, uh, yeah, the lineup usually raises a lot of questions, but – Here's one thing the Yankees can do right now is they've got a healthy lineup. So they can put a pretty consistent lineup out there for the most part. Remember, they will use their bench, and you have to use them in places to succeed. So you'll see certain matchups where maybe the guy doesn't necessarily need a day off, but if you're going to play the bench player, it's better to play him on this day rather than some other day because he matches up well against that starting pitcher. Uh, Lots of lineup discussions. It's always uh, fertile debate. But um, if the Yankees are able to put a healthy lineup together, you know, in the end, it's going to lead to a lot of wins. And, uh, you know, right now the Yankees are in a pretty fortunate position. Don't worry. I'm knocking on wood for you. It's less than two weeks to opening day. All their big stars are healthy. Don't forget, you can subscribe to the WFA and Baseball Insiders podcast and get my Yankees reports and Ed Coleman's Mets reports delivered to you daily. Uh, Go to radio.com, Apple Podcasts, your podcast platforms. Hit subscribe, review at the WFAN Baseball Insiders. And you can catch Ed Cohen and me on Sunday morning, 9 a.m. We lead you for four hours into another Yankees exhibition game as we get closer and closer to opening day. Thanks for listening. I'm Sweeney Merton. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue and guess what now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the name your price tool from progressive it works just the way it sounds you tell progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget get your quote today at progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust progressive progressive casualty insurance company and affiliates price and coverage match limited by state law